This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. We started talking a little bit last uh, on Sunday night about Kir Shafer during Elul. So the the big question when you're talking about Kir Shafer and Elul is what type of nature is the what type of chiyuv is it? Meaning on on Rosh Hashanah. The obligation to hear the shayfar is what we call a chayvis yachid. Every individual must hear a shayfar, whether he's in shul, he's not in shul, at home, in a hospital, wherever you are, you have to hear a shayfar. What about the shayfar of El? Does the shayfar of El mimic, copy the same rules as the shayfar of Rosh Hashanah, which we call a chayvis yachid? Or do we say, no, there's something different about the nature of the chi of shayfar of El, that it's what we call a chayvis tzibah. It's an obligation on the tzibah, on the community, on the minion. What's the nafkamina? Very often it happens that let's say, for example, someone doesn't dive with a minion during El. He doesn't have a minion, he's on vacation, he overslept, whatever the reason may be, but the point is he's davening biyachidis. So is he A, mechoyev, to try to find someone to blow shayfer for him? Or B, let's say he knows how to blow shayfer, he's a very talented baltakeya. Is he mechoyev, should he, can he, must he blow shayfer, even though he's in his house by himself? Is there still a concept or maybe even an obligation to blow biyachid. So this is a big hakira that is discussed. I would say that probably 99.9% of the G'dayli Achorinim who addresses Shailah are of the opinion it's a chayvas tziba. Which means, if let's say, for example, you leave davening early, you don't daven with a minion, you don't have a minion, whatever the case may be, you would not be obligated to hear the shayfer or to find someone to blow shayfer for you. I told my Talmidim in Yeshiva, if you come late to Yeshiva one day, and you tell me the reason why you were late was because you missed Shafer and Shul, and you went to hear someone blow Shafer for you, that's not an excuse. Because we don't pass in that way, we pass in that you don't have to do so. So therefore, it would not be a good reason to come late to Yeshiva. If you have nothing else to do with your day, okay, maybe you should do that. But we'll see in a second that it might not even be worth it, and you might not even gain anything. The Tzitz Eliezer, Eliezer Waldenberg has a tshuva about this topic, and he quotes that Ipsi Pesach Frank, the Hart Tzvi, was the, as far as I know, one, the, one of the few minority opinions, they say the Lubavitcher Rebbe also held that way, but uh, very few opinions that held, it's a chivas yochit. It's just, uh, the the Pesach uh, Frank has a raya from Mamagan Avram, it's a little bit complicated raya, but the point is, the Pesach Frank felt that it's a chivas yochit, and if you miss it, you better go hear it from someone else. The Tzitz makes a very interesting argument. He says, no, it's a chivas tziba. And he works it through. How does he work it through? He says, let's go back to what we discussed earlier in the week. Where does this whole notion to blow Shafer and El even start from? So he says, first of all, we, the first place we saw was Maishu Rabbeinu sounding the Shafer when he went up, before he went uh, to get the Luchash Nias. Points out that, says, that that Shafer was a communal Shafer. That was a Chayvat Sibur. It says he gathered all the people together. So that makes it a Chayvat Sibur. And then he says something very interesting. He says, what were the reasons the Rishonim gave us to why we blow Shafer the whole El? So one reason was this Eirus. We get inspired. So he writes, he thinks that that inspiration only comes when you're together with people. Because you remember the passage that they quoted, that if you sound a shayfa in the city, won't the people be stirred? Won't they be scared? But what's the Lashon Apostle? You talk a shayfa be'ir. It means you're in a mass, you're together with people. The inspiration comes off of the fact that we're together. Argues the Sisalias, if you're sitting by yourself in your living room or in an empty shul, you will knock out that inspiration. So that's why I argue, most people say, you know, even if you don't have to, you still should. My argument is always why. According to the Sisalias, you're not going to get that inspiration that the Shafer is supposed to give you. So why waste your time doing it? Many Achorinim write, Shmuel writes this, I saw it from others, that even though you're talking about Chayyip to hit a Shafer and El Bichidis, but it's a good thing to do. Why? 
if the sister of the Ezra is right, that you don't get inspiration when you're by yourself, so then why, why should you do it? So Terry says, you're going to be that one guy that gets inspired. Okay, maybe, I don't know. But the majority of the Akhreidim are of the opinion that it's a Chayvah Sibur, it's not a Chayvah Siyach, and therefore, for whatever reason, someone misses it, he would not have to go run around town to hear the Shayv, even if he knows how to blow. Even if he's taka Shayna Baltake, he's not Mukhuyiv to blow the Shayfer by himself. Rev Moshe has an interesting truth in English, Moshe Archaim Chalik Dalit, Simon Chof Aleph. Uh, Rav Moshe discusses a, a very interesting Shaila. He discusses a Shaila where he had a shul, where they all came together to Davin Shachris, but there was no Shaifer. There was no Shaifer for Shachris. And they all came together, which is itself a Chiddush, the, all the same people came together for Mincha, and by Mincha they have a Shaifer. And the Shaila to Rav Moshe was, does it make sense to blow Shaifer now by Mincha? So there's really two parts to the equation. One way you could look at it and say is, is, it, is there such a thing called the makeup time for Shaifer? Meaning, we blow Shaifer in the morning, but if I didn't blow it in the morning, does it make sense to blow it in the afternoon? And the, and the other way of looking at it is, is that even a viable time to blow Shaifer during Mincha? Maybe there's no such thing as blowing Shaifer in Mincha, you're only allowed to blow Shaifer by Shachas. So Rav Moshe writes the following Psach. Says Rav Moshe, we mentioned this already last week, that if you look in the Rishonim, <clears throat> there was a practice already in the times of the Rishonim to blow Shaifer twice a day. That was the accepted practice to blow Shaifer Mincha and Shachas. Ramayish has a hostical Torah that even though the Rishayim say Mayer, they really mean Mincha. So Ramayish says, you see from those Rishayim, and he says even the Chayotim has it, that it was originally an acceptable time to blow Shaifa by Mincha. The Ipah says Ramayish, so even though now we stopped blowing by Mincha, and we only blow once a day, says Ramayish, still it's a good time to blow by Mincha. Therefore, rules with Ramayish, you may, maybe you should blow Shaifa by Mincha if you didn't blow by Shachus. So, fracture of Moshe, so why don't we blow Shaifa twice a day? So, Moshe says two interesting Pshatim. Why Taka has the minute today not the way the Ramah writes it? The Ramah writes it like the Rishayim write it, they're supposed to blow twice a day. That's what they still do in Lubavitch, still does it, they still do it in Washington Heights. Why doesn't Raif, Kehillus, and Kleisrael keep that practice? So, Moshe says he thinks it's because um, over time, Shachra's got a better attendance than Mincha, as it still does. Look around. Right, Shach? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if here's the example. But okay. In many shuls, Shachos gets a better crowd than Mincha. So they decided just to cut it out by, by Mincha and focus on Shachos. Then Ramosha says another svar, that the reason why they blow Shafer by Shachos over Mincha, says Ramosha, because the purpose of the Shafer is supposed to be more for you to do tshuva, to inspire you. When do you need that inspiration more? When you're starting the day or when you're ending the day? So by Shachris, you're about to start the day, you're going to hit the pavement, you're going to go out, you're going to deal with people, you're going to do business transactions. So then we want you to remember, you know, it's El. But by Mincha, again, maybe not the case so much today, but it used to be that at the end of the day, there wasn't that much interaction. You went home and you went to sleep. You know, it wasn't, well, today we have a whole nightlife and we have business at night and we have things that we do at night. But back then, after the Mincha, you went to sleep. You didn't work the farms anymore, it was dark outside, so you went to sleep. So if it was Ochev Moshe, that's why the Minik became only Shachris and not Mincha. However, it's Ochev Moshe, if I see from these Rishonim that Mincha is still a viable time, and therefore Paschid Ochev Moshe that you may blow Shafer even by Mincha. Rebbe Liashev disagreed. Rebbe Liashev writes that the only time to blow Shafer is by Shachris, no makeup, no later time. That's it. You can never blow Shafer later on. I guess in theory you can clear the same Shafer. Let's say, for example, there's a group of boys, let's say you had a group of Yeshiva boys, they're all down in Shachris together, they didn't have a Shafer. And then, you know, three hours later, someone, brought, someone brings a Shafer. Should you say, okay, now before we start Shea, we should blow Shaifer? Because now we're all together? So you could perhaps argue the same argument. According to Baliyashiv, there's no such thing as blowing Shaifer after Shachos. That's it. After Shachos, the mitzvah, the obligation, the chiv, whatever word you want to use, is no longer relevant. So it's an interesting uh, shaila. Again, I don't know how lochla mice, again, it must have happened because someone asked for it, but practically the way everyone davens Shachos one place, Mincha somewhere else, it would be pretty creative that someone actually davens in the same place, Shachos and Mincha.
there are some interesting shilas that come up about the shayfer. Is let's say, for example, first of all, there's no chiv to stand for the shayfer of El. So why does everyone stand for the shayfer of El? For the shayfer of El. So the poets can all point out because they're standing anyways. Just practical. Everyone's standing. You're standing, you're putting off, taking off your tefillin, you're standing for a lane or whatever you're doing. It's not a halachic obligation. If you want to sit, if you want to be that guy who's going to show the world that, ah, oh, I sit during the shayfer shalalul, then uh, you could. What about the Baltakeya himself? So I think for the Baltakeya himself, he probably shouldn't. That just calls a covet at Tzibah. There's a rule when you're being mighty to Tzibah, you should do things by Amida. So since he's being mighty to Tzibah, it's probably not right. It wouldn't be the end of the world if he does. But the truth is, we know even for Shafer Shal Rosh Hashanah, you're allowed to do Shafer sitting. That's the whole Shafer. We have the Tkiyas, the Mu'umen, and the Tkiyas, the Mu'yoshev, which we don't really do with Mu'yoshev anyways. But Me'ikar Adin, you could sit for the Shafer of El. The Shafer that comes up is like this. An interesting question. Let's say you're in the middle of Shemayin Esrei, and they're blowing the Shafer. You're uh, well, two ways. Either you came really late, or you're a really slow davener, and they're a really fast davener. We'll say it the nice way, but right, whatever the case is, they're blowing shofar. You're in the middle of shofar. What should you do? So some places can say depends. If you can catch shofar somewhere else, meaning there'll be another minion later, and you'll stay for that minion. So here it then. But if this is your only minion, after this you're going to work. So they say since the whole shofar is very short, it's not a very long amount of time. So you should stop the shofar for those few minutes, and you should have to listen to a few minutes, a few seconds, and you should listen to the shofar. They have an interesting shayla. I tell you, you gotta, you gotta know where you're going. They do bring down a chiddush. Yeah, they, maybe they'll stop it. They might stop that now. Who knows? They bring down a chula from the Maran Brisk. The Maran Brisk we spoke about was an Hungarian rough. So he comes up with an interesting chiddush. He holds, let's say, for example, the other case. Let's say you're the Baltikeya, and you're behind. So you're up to, let's say, you're up to Brichas Kriyashma. And there they come to you and they give you a shayfa. They want you to blow shayfa. Are you allowed to blow the shayfa during Brichas Kriyashma? So most people say, what's wrong with blowing a shayfa? I'm not doing anything. So the Maran Brisk has a raya from different halachas that the act of blowing the shofar would also constitute a hefzik. And you're not allowed to be mouth. They don't bring his kriyashim that, That's his psaq. Shmuel Kamenetsky disagrees. He thinks that's not the case. And he thinks Allah Almighty so you would be permitted to be the Baltakeya during Brichish Kriyashma. Then Shmuel Kamenetsky goes a step further. He says, what happens if you're in middle Shmanesri and there's a big tumult in Shul because there's no one that knows how to blow the shofar. You're the only guy that knows how to blow shofar. And they're staring your Shmanesri. They're making such a ruckus. They're making so much noise. You know what? The only way you can continue to have is if you actually blow the shofar yourself. So he passes in that case, you can blow the shofar yourself. Meaning, if there's someone else, then you shouldn't blow it during your shmanesu. But if they're, if they're staring, they're being, they're, they're disturbing your shmanesu. We have halacha that they're disturbing your shmanesu. You're allowed to do certain things to take away, to remove the disturbance. So he writes that since they're disturbing your shmanesu, and the only way you'll get them to stop bugging you is if you talk up, blow the shofar. He passes, you can blow the shofar, even though you're in the middle of your quiet shmanesu. Now the truth is, we, we do that on Rosh Hashanah, right? We blow the shofar like that on Rosh Hashanah, at least in, in Nusach Svar. But in any case, so that, these are some of the halachalam uh, ha'isa that come up with the shayfer, the shayfer of Elul. But again, a lot of these shayfers are not so earth-shattering because again, the whole thing is only a minig, it's not a chiyav like on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, it, there is uh, perhaps more room to be lenient with these types of shayfers.